You are listening to Cami Knight with A Higher Love. A higher love is another way for saying unconditional love. Now, this type of love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. But my background story was I didn't think that love was that way. I thought that I had to jump over hurdles and really write neon bandit signs in order to be accepted or approved by love. With that mentality, I didn't feel like I was enough. And I had a bunch of other beliefs that really was not serving my highest good. I didn't know how to get out of it. My soul knew. And one day, God removed the veil. All of those belief systems that I had that was blocking me from love because of everything that I was plugging in on the outside, God was showing me that the love that you are seeking is within you. And so, this journey I went on became a calling. And this is why I call it a higher love. So I'm here to share episode by episode, healing, love, and a rising to truth. Let's take a listen. I think you will really enjoy it. How are y'all doing? Uh, this is a Cami Knight with A Higher Love. This is your first time ever watching, watching me. Um, very briefly, um, A Higher Love is another way for saying unconditional love. Um, and this type of love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. Um, but my background story, which is why I am here, which is why I post, um, is because um, I went through a period of in my life, um, especially in my past and my childhood, um, in the area of love, where I thought that love was on the outside of me, and I thought that love was conditional and not unconditional. And not only that, but I thought love was, you know, as I've stated, out on the outside of me. And so with that understanding of love, what I kept trying to do was chase after it um, and jumping through hurdles and you know, trying to win the prize of love. Like I would find myself within um, the cave of my own mind of doing a lot of performing, uh, doing a lot of works, doing a lot of things to be accepted or approved by love. Um, you know, just within my environment, through my parents, um, um, through the people that were around me. And that really was my understanding with God. Um, I thought I had uh, that I wasn't enough and that I had to dot every I and cross every T in order to be accepted um, or approved by love. And so I was really restless. I had a lot of anxiety and I had a lot of worry. Um, I had a lot of low self-esteem. Didn't feel that I was enough because that was just my understanding of love. And that was just my relationship um, that I had with myself because that was the environment in which I was adapted under. Um, And not only that, that was just my understanding um, of of my perception of how I thought how God was. And with that that, that understanding, like I said before, before I was depressed and I was like something this ain't it basically I said this this thing called life this thing of happiness this thing that I keep trying to pursue in the area of love I'm feeling empty the more that I feel that I have to do more of in order to get more approved by love the more that I feel that I have to jump through hurdles the more that I feel that I have to dot every I and cross every T in order to be accepted by God it's starting to make me feel empty and restless and my heart feels broken and I feel as though I don't I don't matter in this world and I felt as though there was something 
that wasn't right. Because I, I, at my soul, at the very core of me, I was saying, this is not true. This is one, this is not how you're supposed to feel. This is not how love really is. And this is not how God truly sees you. I always had that nudge within me, but I still operated under the belief of feeling that I had to perform because this is what I adapted and believed for my environment. And um, I just knew that enough was enough, but I just didn't know how to get out of it. And one, God, one day, God saved me from myself and pulled the curtains and spoke to me and showed me that all of the ideas and belief systems and um, understandings that I had about love and life was rather not my own belief, but rather a belief that I attached um, from a parent or that I attached when I was five and I was hanging out with, um, you know, my grandmother and she mentioned uh, a certain opinion about not trusting people and how life was hard and and how you know the world you know is against you and all of these uh, pessimistics um, and sort of separation consciousness was really sort of an illusion um, of of what I grew up under and really God just began showing me the truth and that thing that was tapping at my heart. That was the very thing that God had illuminated and I started making the connections and I kept saying, that thing that I kept feeling nudging, that was nudging at my heart, that thing that was telling me that the love, you don't have to do all of this that you were already accepted and approved by God and that, that it's not about approval, that God already loves you as you are because, because of love and what love really is. And so I began unlearning on the journey. And one of the things that I began on learning on the journey of healing and what the essence of self-love really meant and really is, and that is really pausing. Pausing. I had to do a lot of pausing. And when I say pausing, I lived my life so long of like really just running around with like a monkey with his head cut off because my validation and my sense of understanding of how to do life was to be everywhere in your mind, to do all the things, do all the things, just run, 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 do this, do this, do that, be restless, you know, you know, the, the, the we get a lot of validation of team, no sleep, right? Or, you know, the hustle, grind, grind, the hustle, the hustle. And although it has its place in doing the work, everything has its place of doing what, you know, you're uh, accomplishing your goals. It has its place. Um, but, but what, and, and even in love, even in love, there is, of course, there's actions, you know, we put actions to love. Um, but, but here it is, God had to show me on the journey of how to pause. As I was being healed, as I was unlearning, as God was showing me what love really meant and how it was within me, I had to do a lot of pausing. Pausing within myself pausing as I started growing and learning and evolving pausing and there is a lot of um, it's a taboo to pause in you know western culture it's a taboo to reset 
even, you know, I remember, you know, learning through Kim Beatty and uh, through Shannon Yvette when they were talking about just how our bodies are meant to flow, you know, to we are meant to be in sync with how our bodies flow. And if we are like ignoring, if we are ignoring our own rhythm and um, sort of living outside of our bodies, the disconnection is not only are we disconnecting um, ourselves, not only are we disconnecting from ourselves, but we're also disconnecting from the divine spirit of God within us. Not only are we disconnecting from ourselves, from our innate nature, from our natural rhythm, but we're also disconnecting from the voice of God, from the voice of the spirit. And everything is in nature. Everything is related to nature. God created nature and there is a rhythm to everything. There is a rhythm to everything. And this is why it is so essential that we pause. It is so essential that we listen to the pause and that we listen when we hear in our spirits or when we hear in our intuition. Wait, it's like a silent whisper wait or pause. So I want to share with you a couple of benefits that I learned about what it means, um, the benefits of the pause and the benefits of the wait. Even if you think of a little kid, when you tell a kid to wait, I know when I think of my daughter, when I think of my youngest daughter, London, and when I tell her to wait, it's like, she's like, I don't want to wait. I don't I want to do it now. And and how often has that been my story? You know, how often has that been your story where you like, I don't want to wait now, God. No, I, I, I want to do it this way. And you end up doing it. And what ends up happening when you don't listen to your intuition or when you don't listen to the voice of God? Oftentimes we end up going right back to the very thing that we should have done in the first place. Right. Or like if you think your mom or a dad. And you tell your kids to, you know, clean their room, right? And then they say, oh, the rooms are clean. You know, and they're trying to hurry up and go outside or hurry up and do what they want to do. And then you go back and check their room. And then you're like, you didn't make up your bed. You didn't clean out of the closet. You didn't, you know, fold your clothes. You didn't, oh, man. And you think, I have to go back and do it again. Well, if you would have just done, <laughs> just cleaned your room. And oftentimes this is the same analogy. You know, when we're when we're waiting on when God says pause, when God says pause, oftentimes that is sort of a taboo within us because of fear, because of, you know, outside uh, teachings of how we've been raised, of how life should be like, go, 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 go instead of pause and reset. And so there is a benefit. There is an essence. There is there is truth. Uh, there is value in pausing and resetting. So number one, the benefits of, uh, I wrote some, you know, a couple of key points down. The benefits of the pause and reset, the benefits of listening to, to your, just listening to your intuition. You know, I've, I've, I've heard people say, well, how do you know the voice of God? You know, how do you know the voice of God? And, and if I could just make it very, very simple, um, it is as if listening to your intuition. It is that hunch that you feel within your heart. It is that truth that you have within you. It's not so much about, hey, you know, get down off the stairs because I have something I want to show you, right? It's not necessarily in that, you know, in that perspective or in that, you know, analogy, even though, you know, God can't speak in that way. 
But if I can simplify it, the voice of God is really listening to your intuition. Oftentimes God does speak to the ear, but it's oftentimes just getting quiet, getting still, getting back to balance. So number one, the benefits of waiting, that waiting, the benefits of the pause, it allows you to lean into your intuition and allows you to drown out the noise and drown out the distractions. Number two, you can lose your focus by looking on the outside when God is telling you to look within. So caught up in looking on the outside when God is telling you to look within. Look within first. Number three, waiting builds your trust in yourself and builds your trust in God. I remember, I don't know if it was my dad that used to say this, or my grandmother, I don't remember. Somebody <laughs> told me, if you slow down, you'll get there quicker. If you slow down, you'll get there quicker. Or they say, you know, it's quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. You know, I remember, as I've stated earlier, but I'll say this again, I remember being so antsy pants with life. Just go, 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 no sleep, no sleep, no sleep. And it was just like, I sort of like, was like thinking in my mind that I was getting somewhere quicker if I just was busy, just busy. If if I If I lost sleep, and I was like just doing things for people, then that was just like, yeah, that's how you're supposed to live life. Like, go, 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 go. <laughs> and as I've stated before, although it has its place, when you know, when you feel that unction to go, when you feel that unction to grind, when you feel that unction to work, but this is that balance. But when you are go, 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 when you have no pause, when you are go, 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 and you're not listening within, when you are go, 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 and not resetting and honoring your body, something is going to break or collapse because we are not designed to go without a pause and reset. We are not designed to go without rest. We are not designed to process first before we execute. Number five, the benefits of it, it keeps your heart, your eyes and your ears open to clarity. It keeps when you pause and reset, it allows you to tap within your heart. The biggest thing, tap within your heart. You'll see things clearer through a different perspective through your eyes. And it allows you to hear things more with clarity when you close more, when you close your mouth. Somebody made this something, I thought something funny they said, God gave you two ears and one mouth. <laughs> two ears and one mouth for a reason. We're supposed to listen more and talk less. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I've learned on the journey as I just have evolved more that I have talked less and I have listened more. So there may be some truth to that. Um, 
God is telling you to pause for a reason. God is telling you to pause for a reason. Number six, pausing is not popular, as I've stated before, in Western culture because we are taught to go, 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 go. But in life, we aren't designed to go without a pause. Number seven, pausing allows you to reset. Pausing allows you to reset. So if you haven't resetted in a while, I would encourage you to do some pausing and resetting today. If you might say, well, I don't have time today. I don't have time today. I don't have time today. Find time. Find time today to pause so that you can reset. Remember, if you slow down, you'll get there quicker. When you slow down, you trust your body more. When you slow down, you get healthier. Number eight, God is showing you how to move under your own rhythm. God is showing you how to move under your own rhythm with God in sync. It's not about following somebody else's rhythm or looking at how that person's life is going or looking how, you know, and measuring it based upon your rhythm. It's a pausing and reset. I know I've been guilty of it. Okay, well, I'm supposed to be here by this this time and then you just, you're just everywhere. You're just everywhere. And God is saying, mm, there's a rhythm that I wanna show you. There's a confidence that I want to build within you. There's a trust that I want to build within you. I want to show you your natural rhythm that I've already given you. I've uniquely designed you to go on your own rhythm. I don't believe that we have our own fingerprint, our own blue, you know, our own fingerprint for a reason. We have our own fingerprint because everyone is uniquely made, uniquely designed. We are all one. We all come from God. We all come from source. Um, but at the same time, everybody has their own rhythm and everybody serves a purpose. And so it is it is necessary that one person is in their chapter of go, 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 go. And then there is another reason why a person the balance of this person is in their chapter of resting. There is, you know, when they talked about this uh, verse talks about there is a season for everything, right? All of that is talking about the shifting and the balance and the understanding of the vibration of your body, understanding and being in sync with the vibration of your body. When you are in sync with your body, you are in sync with nature. When you are in sync with nature, you're in sync with God. Okay? So it starts within, within here, within your body. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a quick example and I'm going to go. So I'll talk about uh, flowing in your own rhythm. This is why it's so essential. So last week I was reminded of flowing in my own rhythm. I uh, got to exercise class. Uh, boot camp um, at my trainer's house with a you know group of other wonderful ladies. We all you know work out together, and as soon as I got. <laughs> As soon as I got there, um, I got out the car and she was just like, okay, let's go. So I started running, but normally my body is used to a warm up. My body is used to warming up and then there's a certain rhythm that I have of my own running. But I was trying to catch up with my trainer and guess what happened? I felt like I don't even have that asthma or asthma. I 
felt like I was having an asthma attack because I was trying to run on the rhythm according to my trainer. And although there, I think that, you know, there is a time when we um, challenge ourselves, right? When we push ourselves, right? Or sometimes when we push ourselves and we think we can't go, and we, when we think we, we can't go, but, but there's that extra push that we do and we like, oh, we did have something else in us, right? Yes, there is a time and place for that. But I'm talking about not looking at somebody else to determine whether or not your rhythm is where you should be. The answers are within you. So when I started running according to how my trainer was running, even though she's in impeccable shape and I am really where I am because of her. But at the same time, I first need to listen to my body. I first need to listen to my body and what it is, what it, what its rhythm really is. And then as you run, as I was running, I was running according to how she ran and I got, I couldn't even finish the race and I had to slow down. I had to slow down and I said, okay, Cam, whose race are you in? Are you in somebody else's race or are you in the rhythm of your own life? Are you in somebody else's race or are you trying to run like her? You run your own race. You run your own race. And on that day, I slowed down and I said, okay, I'm going to run on my own race. I'm going to push myself, but I'm going to listen to my body. And that takes total trust. That takes total trust within you. That takes total trust in the spirit of God that lives within you. So flowing in your own rhythm, flowing on your own rhythm, listening to your body, listening to your body. Now, when you have, when I want to mention this, oftentimes fear gets in the way sometimes, right? And there is a difference between listening to your body, listening to your intuition, and there is a difference between listening to fear and saying, no, we're not going to do it because we're afraid. There is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference between sitting on the couch and saying, I'm not going to do it because I'm not afraid. And then there's a difference between sitting on the couch when your intuition is saying it's time to rest. There's a difference in saying um, a feeling entitled as if someone owes you something. So you're sitting back waiting on something to happen. This, this, is, this is not intuition. This is fear talking. This is, you know, that, that fear that's talking. This is the ego talking. So there is a difference. We pause and wait by listening to what God is telling us to do. And that is aligned with our intuition. And then there's a difference between that versus I'm not going to do it because I don't believe in myself. Now that is a voice of fear. That is not your intuition. That is not being guided. And so some would say, well, how do I get rid of that fear? Okay. It's not about getting rid of the fear. It's not about getting rid of that voice. It's not about trying to get rid of it. It's more about aligning, tuning in, aligning to what the spirit says, aligning to what your intuition is saying. And I'm gonna leave you with this. Always remember that your intuition is never the voice of fear. Your intuition is always led by love. So may your vibration, may you flow, May you balance and always ask the question,
Is it love or is it fear? So that is all. Hi, Debbie, Joseph, Marcus, okay. So that is all I have today, you guys. That's all I want to share. If you have any comments, I'll go ahead and reply later. But um, hope you were, it encouraged you in some way. So if this is your day to reset, you know, reset throughout the day, whatever that looks like, whatever your reset looks like. Sometimes I reset at the light. When I'm driving up in a traffic light and the light is red, sometimes I reset there, you know? Uh, another example, the girls have a summer camp and today they just slept in and they went to summer camp late. Now my daughter, my youngest daughter was everywhere with it. She was just antsy like, mom, we have to go. We have to be there. We have to be there. We have to, mom, um, can Kennedy be done with her work? I said, you know what? We're not doing that right now. You're going to get to summer camp when you get there. Right now, I've allowed you guys to sleep in. This has to be done. And then after this important things are done at the house, then we're going to go. So you have to listen in order to get there with quality. In order to have more quality of life, you have to pause and reset and listen to your own rhythm. God wants us to get quiet a lot. Getting quiet a lot. Pausing and reset so you can get there quicker. Okay? Because we are all meant to have healthy and abundant lives, but it's not meant to live without sleep. <laughs> you gotta sleep to get there faster. Quality over quantity. All right, that's it, you guys. Have a great day. Um, I will talk to you guys later. I have a course that's coming out. Um, if you wanna hear more about it, I'll leave my email at the top. Um, if you wanna get the discount code as well, you have to sign up for my mailing list. Um, but yeah, that's it. I will leave it, that information at the top, like I stated. Um, but that is it. The course will be about healing and love and strategies and tools and how to heal from the ground up, from the ground up for the good. And uh, it'll change your life for the better. Alrighty. You guys have a great Monday. I'll talk to you guys later.